Kale and Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10. Still looks about the same. Very light, but coming down fast and blowing sideways, from what I can tell. Yeah, it looks like they've downgraded a little bit. This morning they were saying 6, now they're saying 3 to 5. Oh. So it looks like we'll have a lull at about 3 o'clock this afternoon. Okay, very good. I'm all for a lull when it comes to snow. But there's never a lull or a dull moment on this program, that's for sure. Sean Farash joining us in about 25 minutes. Uh, Also, our morning mystery movie clip at 920. But let's get caught up on the news and some other interesting stories out there. And for that, at 835, we go to Don Stenzel's Big 3 at 8. It's the Big 3 at 8 on Kaelin Company. Big 3 at 8. Number 1, this morning, tens of thousands are gathering and are actually headed or are already in Washington, D.C. this morning to the National Mall where a rally officially begins at noon. And this is the March, the annual March for Life rally in Washington, D.C. as the official rally starts at noon and then moves to the Capitol building, finishes in front of the Supreme Court. As many as 100,000 individuals Maybe, maybe there are expected to be there. That's what their permitting um, has said, has suggested. But certainly people from across our region, many Catholics, many Christians, many of all faiths from Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, and from across the country gathering for the March for Life rally that takes place every year. And certainly I, I know that Mike Johnson, House Speaker, is among the scheduled speaker, but it, it is poignant as symbol of this this election year, how important that is, and for Republicans as they grapple with this important issue, mm-hmm. and since the Supreme Court's ruling on Roe v. Wade, how they how they you know can word that issue yeah. to avoid what you talked about many times, and that is you know, turning off a lot, whole lot of suburban women, especially right. it seems. I'm wondering what the weather will be like and if it's going to impact that. About an inch, so it it is snowy there. It's about thirty. It's warmer. It's in the low thirties. Okay, but they are not scheduled to get the snow we have. Okay, but the rally between ten and four, a snowy, cold, blustery day that has never kept them away. So yeah. it's the fifty-first annual March for Life rally, as it called. Just pointing to your attention here, um, all of the headlines, including USA Today, tens of thousands of anti-abortion advocates. Those are the headlines. Anti-abortion, anti-abortion. They don't, they would never say pro-abortion. Yeah. They would say pro-choice. My sources are telling me C.J. Stroud could be there, but MSNBC will not be covering it. (laughs) Well, or it's the way they cover it. Exactly. Number two, I'll take you to Pennsylvania. And this is calling foul on a new ethics probe. So State Senator Doug Mastriano, who's a Republican, from Pennsylvania, from Franklin County. He is now, we're being told, he is the target of this ethics complaint that claims that he incited or helped incite the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. And this all goes back to his support for former President Donald J. Trump. So who filed this ethics complaint? Well, a Democrat from locally, Montgomery County, State Senator Art Haywood filed the complaint against Mastriano, so fellow state senators here, and he claims it's based on a report from a national watchdog organization. Now, Senator Mastriano, combat veteran, fairly recent in the political game as things go, so he's not a career politician, 
Uh, but he calls this complaint a, a political stunt. And he says that he never had anything to do with this. He says there's no evidence of any wrongdoing. Mm-hmm. He's calling it a big stunt. Okay. What happens next is it goes before a bipartisan committee of six of of his fellow state senators. Mm-hmm. So they review everything. There's a whole process, and I can't. I really cannot imagine it'll go anywhere. I haven't heard much from from Mastriano in the news really up until now. I can't remember the last time we even discussed uh, anything pertaining. To, to Doug Mastriano, and for that matter, and it feels like, I mean, God, it feels like 18 years ago, but it was 18 months ago, we haven't heard much from, uh, of anything from Ahmed Oz. I guess he would, after his loss, he just kind of closed up shop and went home, too. <laughs> well, for Mastriano, remember, he, he said, he vowed he would work with Governor Shapiro, and I think he's just back to work. He mm-hmm. has a full-time job, and, you know, I think he's holding hearings, and, and I think that he has been known as somebody who's just working on the legislation okay so all right um number three for our big three we've talked a lot about grocery shopping huh. where are we grocery shop I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to go at 11 o'clock today <laughs> if the weather holds yeah. up why didn't you go yesterday everybody went it was packed because i figured everybody would be packed and i'm thinking my giant will stay open and they won't close so i can get in and be like the only guy in there Please take pictures because I think you're going to find a lot of empty shelves. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll live stream the whole thing. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, we'll take you live. Yeah, that'll be our live report. Yeah, have and Anthony they, call me around ten forty five, eleven o'clock, and I'll I'll give you a live hit via Facetime or something. What do you think they're going to be out of? What milk? Oh, eggs, everything. Bread? Yeah, yeah. God forbid we get three to five inches. We're going to stock up until March. <laughs> so, Help Advisor analyzed the U.S. Census Bureau household pulse information. And Help Advisor has this new study, and they broke down the numbers. They said, on average, the average American household spends about $1,000 a month on groceries. But when you look at the average family, then that expands to $1,300, $1,400 a month on groceries. So it's the Bidenomics bill for your monthly or weekly groceries. And it's the latest from Help Advisor. Mm-hmm. So looking at the most expensive states and the, the least expensive states. And, you know, I was trying to see where we on the East Coast, we're going to fall on the more expensive side just because of where we live. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I'm just trying to pull this up now. So ultimately, U.S. households spend an average $270 plus a week, roughly $1,080 monthly. Yeah. But then when you break it down, the highest, who pays the highest for groceries? California, number one, nearly $300 a week. <laughs> oh, my God. So West Coast, it looks like West Coast, the most. Um, and then it also, though, has Florida. So the coasts, I think, the, have more. Florida's $287. Wow. On the lower end, Wisconsin, Iowa, Nebraska. 235 plus 287 a week in the state of florida yeah i gotta get let's get desantis on the line but then that's not even with two kids it goes up when it's four people so a four-person household like mine yeah and teenage teenage boys yep same here hello girls yep so three on average 315 a week that's that's twice so that's that's, right you know that's uh it's half of a mortgage payment. I know. Oh my god! And and I think when you look at the when you think about these grocery bills, and yeah. Remember we talked about uh, over the holidays, you know, trending because everybody was looking at Home Alone, 
And when Macaulay Culkin goes grocery shopping, yeah, what it cost in nineteen ninety, right? Yeah, he spends like twenty bucks, and they were like, "Oh my goodness, twenty bucks! That would be like one hundred and fifty bucks right now." Yeah, and that I think explains the the political climate. We need to really re-examine this whole eating concept. (sighs) What do you mean? Let's just stop eating. Let's get, we've got all these smart people at the WEF, right? The World Economic Forum. Maybe they could come up with like a pill that just curbs hunger completely and you get everything you need if you were eating. How there about that? Pill, there, is a, there is a pill that cures hunger. Yeah? Or that like, suppresses it, whatever. Yeah, I'm, that's to lose like weight. weight loss. What's that? That's, to, that's for weight I don't loss. Know. I'm um, just talking about I'm like... I'm sure it'll kill you. Well, yeah. yeah, probably. But we it's also part of our culture. We love to eat. Even if you could, would you? Um, probably you not. want to... I'm a f- I'm a foodie. Like I I yeah. love like Good food, food from every culture. Like I you know I get a sushi kick one time, a taco kick the next. Then I'm feeling Italian. Then I want to do seafood. I mean like I I can't get enough of like good foods. I agree. I'm sick of American food. I've said that for years. I'm like <laughs> how many times can you have hot dogs and hamburgers? For the love of God, can you tell we're all starving? Potato salad. <laughs> Oh, we're going to do potato salad again. <laughs> but if you want to see more, I just thought it, it's a great study, and there's there's a lot in there, but I think it tells you a lot as far as the, the climate of the country and where everybody is. No matter where you are, you're spending a record amount. So yep. that's from Help Advisor and looking at government stats, and this is Big Three. All right, Dawn, thank you very much. Now I've got to take women to task. Uh-oh. Greg, get in here, pal. We're going we're gonna to be taking Uh-oh. a lot of uh, if friendly fire from Dawn and also... Uh, our mentions on Twitter are going to be blowing up. So this is a crazy story. Uh, a man is suing his ex-dates for $75 million in damages over negative Facebook reviews, <laughs> calling him Clingy, Uh-oh. C-L-I-N-G-Y, Clingy. His name is Nico D'Ambrosio, yeah, and he is... Clingy. Yeah, Yeah, <laughs> Nico. Yeah, Not exactly. a bad guy. Like, yeah. I kind of like the name, to be honest. Uh, but Nico D'Ambrosio, 32 years old, claims that these women have harmed his reputation so much by posting negative comments about him on a private Facebook group, which has become a space where women can critique their dates. D'Ambrosio is suing 27 different women. He is suing Facebook and Meta after the comments were posted about him on a group called Are We Dating the Same Guy? A man from Chicago, as Don would say, Chicago, Chicago, is taking legal action against these 27 uh, women and demanding $75 million in damages after they wrote some (laughs) less than flattering uh, and desirable reviews about him on a Facebook page called Are We Dating the Same Guy? These claims, uh, he claims that these women have harmed his reputation, and according to the lawsuit filed in the Northern (laughs) District of Illinois, D'Ambrosio's name and photo were shared on this page, leading to defamation, Mm-hmm. doxing, yep. and invasion of privacy. The defendants broadcast their outrageous, cruel, and malicious lies about the plaintiff with the knowledge that the statements were false or with reckless disregard as to whether or not they were true, the complaint reads. So, I gotta tell you, I think, you know what, we've been entirely too inclusive with women. We've allowed women to vote. We've allowed women to make executive decisions in the household. And uh, we've allowed women to cut our grass and mow our lawn like Dawn does. Right. I, think, I think, you know what, every time I turn a corner, it's, you know, it's always the straight white cis man's fault. I think this is where men have to put their foot down and unite. You know, yep. Dawn always talks about the Democrats always get it together and they rally. That's one of the issues with the GOP. 
I think it's one of the issues with men in society. We're too divisive. We have too much toxic masculinity. We need to all come together and say, you know what, this victimhood that we are all a part of, we need to rally around it. And I think we should all be filing lawsuits. Sue everybody. Yep. Amen. I love it. 27 women. First of all, this guy's this guy's basically a um, you know as Greg Stocker would say. Let me pull it up here on my board here. I'm a capitalist and a <laughs> corporate whore. So he's uh, he's the last word that Greg says there. There's uh, 27 different women, and they have all him, basically the come to the yeah. It's, he's, my man's getting around. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, who cares what they say about you, right? I mean, as long as you got yours. Well, well, see here, I'm thinking next level here. I mean, this could impact this guy's potential earning power. This guy could uh, be harmed as far as reputation to seek employment or advance yeah. in you know, his career. And oh, by the way, uh, you know, there might be other women out there on Facebook that say, hey, you know, Nico D'Ambrosio. By the way, there's a picture of Nico uh, at 32 years old. I think the backwards hat thing is over. I think no, you stop to, with you that. Know, it's stop enough. That. Like, enough. you know, it's a 20s thing. You know, if you're post-grad college, 26, 28, you're single. I got hold, it. Some of us need to hold their hair back. <laughs> it's true. I don't have nothing to hold back anymore. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I'm kind of out on the 30s with backwards hat thing. But I would also say... That you know, this guy, um, he's not going to win a dollar. Let's, let's let's be honest. These right? groups are everywhere too. Like Mary, wait, this, wait, this is a common theme. Mary's in a Philadelphia one. <gasps> whoa, <laughs> are whoa, you whoa. kidding? <laughs> we always look at it because it's so entertaining. It's really really fun to look well, at. What's the name of the group that she's in? It's like, are we dating? The, are we dating the same guy, Philadelphia? Like it's the same idea. Same. So Mary thing. was researching you, making yeah. sure. <laughs> yes, she was. Wow. Oh, okay. Mary should look and say, hey, are we all dating the guy with a hipster mustache on? <laughs> right. The guy that looks like a serial killer? Yeah. yeah. A hipster mustache, but yet wears a flyer's hoodie. Yeah. So so Mary's a part of this. See, <laughs> I would have thought... Did she date Nico? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. He's kind of cute. Nico's Nico's kind of cute. But you've been with Mary for how long now? Over a, a year. year. Two years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You were with Mary in Connecticut. I mean, she she's doing this just for fun. She does, okay. but you're like, this is what you're saying. This is the she's empowered to do things like this because that's this is what the culture we've created. Okay, so here are some <laughs> of the posts by Nico's 27 former loves. One woman writes, "I went out with him a few times just over a year ago. He told me what I wanted to hear until I slept with him. Then he ghosted. <laughs> I'd steer clear. Good for him." Then another woman writes, we met, we met organically in Chicago two and a half months ago, very clingy, very fast, uh-huh. flaunted money very awkwardly, and kept talking about how I don't want to see his bad side, especially when he was on business calls. Oh, so he's a rich guy. <laughs> so he's flaunting money, What's he's so on business about- calls, and he's, he's going to, I mean, the, the dating game is expensive. Like, these guys are wasting a lot, this guy wasted a lot of money, let's be honest, right? The other one says, Anana, I blocked his number, but then he texted me. Somehow he, f- he so found he's, out. He's technically savvy as well. So he's tech savvy. <laughs> he is. I matched with him a month ago or so, but convo never went, conversation never went anywhere. Uh-huh. Hannah wrote, I went out with him a few times just over a year ago. He told me, oh, that was the ghosted one. Marnie writes, I don't see a Mary here. Uh, Marnie writes, he's been posted here before. The poster said he sent her a slew of texts calling her names because she did not want to spend the night with him. I just searched, and this was on October 2nd. Mm-hmm. Take a look. About that. What's so, like, what's so horrible? Like, what's, what are yeah, they saying about I, 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 I'm, 
I'm in a total agreement that there's nothing here that I've read that says that this guy's going to recover a dollar. Like he's just <laughs> wasting his time, right? I mean, I can't even imagine that like an attorney would actually t- because the the lawyer's got to come to the conclusion um, based on you know odds and probability of is, is it likely that we will recover? Because the attorney's not going to get paid unless the the plaintiff recovers damages. That's usually the way that works. So it's not like this guy's pay- getting paid up front. You know, he'll get a cut of what. Whatever, um, you know, Nico would be awarded uh, in civil court, which I can't imagine this is. I mean, this is not going to go anywhere. He claims, I don't know, I guess maybe they're not printing the worst post. Nico claims the women posted about him maliciously, that they lied, that he feels humiliated. It impaired his reputation. He reported stress, anxiety, and unspecified lost earnings. Yes. What a p word! I know. I think like, this cares? is. What a let's turd. create the the hashtag him too, because I would say, hey, fair game. If E. Jean Carroll, decades later, can make a claim that something happened in a public place outside a a um, dressing room in a major famous store which I love Bergdorf's, by the way, but if E. Jean Carroll can make this claim and cannot even remember which year it happened, mm-hmm. then Nico, go at it. Yeah. Let's, okay, then fair game. If this is what the courts are going to accept and you can just file a suit based on what, you know, whatever, then this is what, this is what we can expect in the courts. By the way, did you know that E. Jean Carroll's animal, she has two pets, and she named the pets after two parts of the female anatomy? Read that yesterday. How about mm-hmm. that? <laughs> Which two parts, Nick? Well, they're, you know. Which ones? Uh, the Give vagi- us a clue. The, the vagina. And, she named um, her cat Vagina? Vagina, correct. And I'm not um, covering yeah, that vagina, up for the... Vagina, Vagina, Yeah, no. <laughs> the cat's name is Vagina, and the other uh, animal, I don't know if it's a dog or a cat, Be careful. is uh, named Breasts. Oh, okay. I cleaned that up, but it's... Yeah. Um, it's it's clinical. The, it's the bigger... It's, it's the other word. Thing. Yeah, so. Well, Eugene Carroll. There you, you go. Know. I, I just think she sounds mentally stable. Mm-hmm. All right, eight fifty three uh, coming up next. <laughs> we will get to You're gonna get our. Sued. Buddy. You better watch out. Exactly. You're going to be in a Manhattan court too. I, yeah, I know. Seventy five million <laughs> in damages. Thank God it's not a dog because you could say, "Vagina, come here." <laughs> Snowing out. It's a Friday. Is Greg drinking. Yep. Greg's down Whoa. in his bar. Greg's in his basement bar having a cocktail. Here's vagina. If it was a dog, I'm just saying. Yeah. Right. By, and by the way, too, when you had the wider shot of Stalker, you get a nice array of liquor back there, man. You got like a full bar. I do have a full bar, yeah. Dry January could end for me if Stalker invites me over. Yeah, right. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Let me just let me let me move this. Hang on. Jeez. You could also bar. name your dog after Dick Morris. Oh, look, look at the bar. There's the full oh, bar. Oh, my, he's got at least thirty bottles there. At least, man. All right. All right, coming up next, Sean. It's going to be a great weekend. It is. I know. Boy. <laughs> hey, there's no milk, but we got liquor. That's right. Uh, Sean Farash, the great Donald Trump impressionist. When we come back, final hour, Kale & Company, Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. It's Kale & Company On Demand from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and the free Odyssey app. You know, real Philly sports fans love the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, the only one. I recommend the only online casino and sportsbook app I ever recommend 24-7 live casino action. you got to download it, the Bet Parks app. And here's a great offer for new customers. Make your first winning $10 bet 
you get 125 in sportsbook bonuses back. It's that easy. Spreads, parlays, props, teasers, over-unders. Join me right now. Get in on the action. So Philly Hoops tonight, Philadelphia 5.5 favorite at Orlando. The over-under is 222.5 points. You can bet more than the score, though. I love betting on those individual players. That's my favorite thing. But bet more on the score, individual player performances, touchdowns, player passing, rushing yards in pro football playoffs this weekend. And I know that Baltimore is now a nine-and-a-half-point favorite hosting Houston. Thank goodness with all the snow, we've got, we'll have fun watching all the sports and being on parks. San Fran, a nine-and-a-half-point favorite hosting Green Bay. And then Sunday, Detroit, a six-and-a-half-point favorite hosting Tampa Bay. Also Sunday, Buffalo, three-point fave hosting defending champs, ooh, Kansas City, the Bet Park Sportsbook app for the real Philly sports fanatic like me. You love to play, you play to win, and you bet, Bet Parks. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Start your day with Kale and Company. Weekday mornings 6 till 10 on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.